What's up, you guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, this is a daily podcast, meaning new episodes drop every fucking day. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, head on over to YouTube because this is a visual podcast and you can watch me as you listen to me talk. Two for one package deal. Name another podcast doing it like this. There ain't one. Yesterday, I ended today's podcast without saying I love you guys. That didn't feel right. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in every single fucking day. Um, let's address the elephant in the room. If you're watching this, you see that I do have on lashes and I don't know if these lashes are going to make it through the whole entire podcast. I don't even know if I put the lashes on correctly. We got to give a moment of silence to the girls that wear lashes every single day. If you wear strips, shit, if you do individuals, moment of silence for you. I spent 45 minutes about about 45 minutes putting on these lashes I don't know how y'all do it every day but shout out to y'all because ain't no motherfucking way um these lashes are actually from April Cosmetics okay um I don't know if she's still selling lashes if she is I'll find the link put it down below I'll give y'all more information in the description box below but these lashes are from that company shout out to you April faces okay um you guys I'm in a good mood First of all, let me just say, I'm a little bit self-conscious about these lashes because like I said, I don't know if I put them on right. And when you don't wear makeup or anything at all on your face, when you add something to it, it just looks weird. I don't know. I think it gives, but I don't know. Okay, let's get into the fit. Real simple, cool fit. Gray, romper, cardigan, new balance. That is pretty much it. I know y'all are wondering about my girl winter. Let's get into it. For those of y'all that are new here, I'm reading the book, The Coldest Winter Ever by Sister Soldier, and I'm going to be breaking it down to y'all as I read. Now, I forgot to mention yesterday that Winter has the same birthday as me, January 28th, woo woo two two. I think that's why I fuck with her. Let's also address the fact that we last left off for y'all heard that Winter's mom was shot in the face. All right. The book continues, and Winter and her siblings spend time with Midnight. Midnight is the guy that she has a crush on. They're spending time with Midnight until it's safe to come back home. All right, they get word from Midnight that they dad and their family are ready for them to come home. So Midnight takes them home. They meet their dad and their mom comes in, I believe, in a wheelchair. And as you can imagine, her face is rearranged and damaged due to being shot in the face. And so this is obviously a struggle for Winter and her siblings, but they push on through. They get past it. They just try to make the mom feel great, right, in the midst of... Winter's mom coming home and rolling in, she leaves a message for Winter. She writes it on paper and pen and she says, stay out of Brooklyn. The dad also reminds us what, uh, Winter to stay out of Brooklyn. So she has in her head now, okay, I cannot go to Brooklyn. Her friend is constantly calling her. She's trying to figure out how the hell am I going to keep all this shit under wraps without letting one of my close friends know. So she devises all right, her birthday's coming up and it's obviously a tradition for her and her friends to spend time together. So she comes up with some fucking plan to meet up with her friends, but not be too hot, but not let them know about where they stay or not let them know about what exactly is going on. She tells her dad she's going to a, excuse me. She tells her dad she's going to a college party to hang out with somebody that she had just met at the mall recently. She finesses her mom into using her mom's new car. By the way, her mom did get a car. She also just so happened to get shot in the face. And, um, yeah, so she uses this fake plan to go hang out with her friend, Natalie. All right. She has a 
cover up outfit. I don't know if y'all ever went through the phase where like you have an outfit for the actual party, but you wear something that's appropriate enough for your parents to see you at the house with. I used to do that back in the day. And before I get into that, let me just finish. So she has her little fake outfit. You know, she cons her parents into thinking she's going with this new person. She drives the Mercedes Benz, her mom's new Benz to this, uh, to hang out with her friend, Natalie and some boys they have a good time. They switch to their sexy outfits. They do what the fuck they do. Okay, Winter gets home. She sees that the house has been raided, trashed. The police came, right? They had a warrant. They searched everything, everything, and they took her dad. All right, now her dad is gone. So it's her and her mom. They're trying to figure out what the fuck they're going to do. They ain't got no money. The house is fucked up. They got the housekeeper there, the babysitter. She's watching over the kids, but they ain't got too much money to pay her. They do what they can. All right, days later... The mom then gets arrested because she, I guess the dad is being indicted for a Rico case. So they're trying to build up, you know, they're trying to get as much evidence as they can to break the shit. So they come and they get the mom. They're like, I mean, you're an accomplice if you knew what was going on and how he was spending, how he was getting the money and where he was using the money. All right. So now Winter is left alone with her siblings. She's like, man, fuck this. I'm going to go to my dad's lawyer. She goes to her dad's lawyer. She comes back. Her siblings are gone. Her siblings are gone because they don't have any legal guardians and Winter is only 17. In the midst of talking to the lawyer, she goes back to the lawyer to talk to the lawyer. The lawyer tells her that she's probably going to be the next to go considering she is fucking under the age of 18. And that's pretty much where we are with Winter. Winter is alone. Parents, you know, hemped up. Sister's gone. And this is the life that she lives. I think yesterday I told you guys that winter, or excuse me, not winter, but like the book was written as if winter was talking to me. I think the book is actually written so that you are there with winter, but for whatever reason, I just don't get that vibe. I mean, I fuck with the book still. I just feel like it could be a little bit more vivid. I don't know. It's a cool book. All right. Every, I posted on Instagram that I was reading the book. A bunch of people are commenting. I read this in eighth grade. I read this in eighth grade. Shout out to you guys. I don't know why y'all been holding this book hostage. If I'd known that it was this hot and popping, even back in the eighth grade, I probably would have read it. Um, so I'm clearly a little bit late with the book. So if you haven't picked it up, go ahead and pick it up because we can both be late together. Um, I'm on chapter like six. I'm on page like 70. It's getting good. I, somebody commented that they finished it in a day. I don't know if that's, uh, that's clearly not happening because we're already on day two. But it's a good read. And I was going to talk to you guys about um, the switching of clothes. I remember I used to like wear, you know, quote unquote, appropriate clothes out the house and then kind of switch or like hoify it, like make it shorter or whatever. And I remember one time me and Brianna were getting dressed to go out and my mom comes out and she sees us. So we run back. And my mom's like, I mean, y'all don't have to hide. Y'all are old enough now. Um, it still felt weird to this day. I try not to show my outfits even. I mean, I don't wear provocative clothes as I would have back in the day, but it's still very weird showing my mom like my going out outfits she obviously she doesn't care she didn't care back then but it was just like I guess that was the day that I realized like damn she accepts me for an 18 year old we weren't even wearing anything that provocative I think we were just like oh no not a parent all right anyways it also brings me the book also brings me to the topic of being a ride or die I gotta keep it real with you guys I don't necessarily know if I'm a fucking ride or die. A lot of women gloat about it. A lot of women can attest and say that that's what they are. But me, I don't know if I got ride or die energy. So you know what I do? I make sure I date women that do not involve themselves in bullshit. No illegal money making. Because if the police come knocking and they start asking questions, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say. 
And I'm definitely not doing time for your ass. So that's why I fuck with people that do legal shit so that no illegal shit falls back on me and I don't have to worry about chanting I'm a ride or die because, bitch, I don't think I'm a ride or die. Are you a ride or die? You gonna ride for your nigga or your girl, whatever. You gonna ride for your person if they get hemmed up for doing some illegal shit. I guess I will. Ha- I just don't even want to put myself in that situation. I talked to y'all about it. It's like loyalty or love. Are you gonna be loyal? Like, we also talked about not covering stupidity with loyalty. I don't know. I just do my best to stay away from people. Like, I couldn't be Winter's mom. I'm not going to jail because, nigga, they got you up for a RICO case. Unless that RICO case is false and faulty. I just can't do it. All right, you guys. <sighs> this fucking microphone. We didn't even talk about the fact that Cash App is open. Dollar sign, Constance and one to help me get new equipment, get it right. I got to put that in the new, um, I got to make a new brief intermission and I got to put that there. I got a job, you guys. Woo! I don't know. I don't know if that's a woo-woo. It's a woo-woo for like monetary reasons, but it's not a woo-woo for my soul. Anyways, I got a new job. So right now I'm in the midst of trying to figure out what's going to happen to Constance the Podcast. Are we still doing episodes every day? I, I am going to continue right now doing episodes every day. I start next week. So I'm sure I'll be able to still keep up with the with the episodes every day. And I'm thinking about just switching around my gym days to the weekend so that I can get home, podcast, have it up, and then just work out on the weekends. Um, so that's where I'm at. To anybody that's still unemployed, hold tight, stay right, and God will get you right. All right? Um, let's talk about some amazing things. Drake dropped an album last night. I haven't even had the opportunity to listen to it because this morning, first of all, I went to sleep before midnight. I don't know why they do the midnight albums dropping. Um, I woke up this morning. I had to do my hair. I had to get myself together. I told y'all it took 45 minutes to get the lashes on. I didn't have time to listen. So we're actually going to do a Drake listening party. Unfortunately, I can't play the music for you guys. So <laughs> y'all are going to watch me listen to it real quick. I'm going I'm to try to figure out a way where I can edit it so I can get through all the tracks real quick for you guys. But I have to do a Drake listening party so that I can listen to the album and give y'all a full critique. Before we get into that, Beyonce drops the album July 29th. If y'all didn't know, the album's Renaissance and it's coming. She finally announced it. I think Beyonce was actually the first person to start the whole announcing albums last minute thing. Do y'all remember the album? Was it the album Beyonce with Drunken Love on it? She dropped it. She announced it the day that it dropped. And then ever since then, people have been doing like the last minute album drops. Beyonce is such a trendsetter. Shout out to Beyonce. Am I excited for the Beyonce album? I'm ready to listen to it. I will always listen to a Beyonce album. I definitely have love for Beyonce. Beyonce is not somebody like I fangirl over. Like I wouldn't say I'm a beehive, beehiver. But shout out to Beyonce because can she do any wrong? I don't think so. Like Beyonce is super talented. Love everything that she does. And um, I'm looking forward to this new album. Chris Brown drops an album, Breezy, June 24th. I'm looking forward to that. So that is going to be next week. I can't wait to hear that one. Should we put the Drake listening party here? Yes, let's get into it. So for those of you guys that didn't know, yes, Drake did drop an album. The album is called Honestly Never Mind. Brianna and I were sitting around and we were talking and we're like, hopefully this is not a dark, this is not another dark lane memo, demo tape. What is it called? Dark lane demo, I think is the name of the album. We're just hoping it's not another thrown together album of just pieces of music that he has just sitting around. I don't know. There were no singles leaked 
for this album and Drake usually always has leaks of some sort so he, he kept it under wraps really impressed wasn't a fan of the cover art but doesn't really matter fuck the cover art right let's get into it 14 songs we're gonna start with the intro I wish I could play it for you guys but Drake do not be playing with that copyright shit like there are some tracks that you can get away with on a YouTube video playing them right and like I say, you'll get away with it. But Drake, once YouTube hears Drake, they take the audio down. They don't even give you a strike. Like the audio on your video is completely ripped. You cannot play that shit. It's crazy, right? Any other artist, for the most part, you can play them. Drake's like not, not having it. All right. So this is the track list. Intro, Falling Back, Text Girl Green, Currents, A Keeper, Calling My Name, Sticky, Massive, Flights Book, Overdrive, Downhill, Tie That Binds, Liability, Jimmy Cooks. All right. Let's go. We starting with intro. Let me go. I'm actually going to get headphones so that I can listen to it and give y'all live feedback in the midst of listening to it. All right, you guys, we are back. I have my headphones in. So let's begin. We got intro on right now. Intro. Is give me a nice, soft, seductive, sultry intro. I love this version of Drake. And as I have, I'm saying I love this version of Drake as if the song has begun. I'm literally still listening to the nice, beautiful, melodic sound that is coming in. I'll tell you one thing I really love. I told you I love a singing-ass nigga. I love a track that has just beautiful, serene, melodic sounds. I'm not into the drill. I'm not into the hard shit. Like, this is the type of music that soothes my soul, that I can cruise and listen to and feel like I'm riding in a motherfucking clean... Ooh. Okay, that was an abrupt change from intro to falling back. Okay. Damn, the intro was smoother intro. No worries. We didn't even need that on the track. All right, there's no way I'm going to be able to get through that. I don't even know why I thought I was going to be able to do a listening party with you guys. Like, I'm listening, and I'm like, okay, I got to sit and listen to this on my own and just enjoy. So, I'm going to listen to it, and I'm going to come back tomorrow with a full-on review. I feel like there's just too many components that I need to pay attention to. Y'all can already tell how I start judging my music and we're just going to leave it and I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about it tomorrow. We began talking about this new job that I have, right? You know, one thing I always worry about is whether or not companies will find the content that I make. Lately, I've been seeing a huge trend going around on TikTok. I don't know if you guys know, what's the name of the guy? I think it's DeAndre Brown or Dre Brown. DeAndre Brown. I'm going to put a picture of him up here. He does the corporate baddie stuff, right? He dropped a TikTok video one of these days and he was talking about how his job essentially let him go because of the content that he was making. And sometimes I fear my content being the reason why I don't get a job because if you run a background check on me, literally, you don't even have to run a background check. You search Constance Annan, this podcast is coming up. So for one, if I get a job, that means they didn't really run a background check, which I'm not complaining about. They didn't run a thorough one, let me say that, because you should have seen me talking about bitches and hoes and niggas and shit and talking about how much I hate corporate America. But it's okay, right? At the end of the day, I bring all this up to say that sometimes I sit and I reflect and I'm like, damn, Constance, I can't believe you didn't come up with a stage name. Like, I use my literal real name for this shit. Mostly because I want to be known as me. Like, I want y'all to, I want everyone to acknowledge me as who I am. But at the same time, I feel like not having a stage name is just hot for the fucking jobs. 
Like I don't use LinkedIn because you can, you first of all, my LinkedIn should be reflective of what I'm doing now, but because I work, it has to be reflective of the shit that I'm doing for them. But the shit I'm doing for these corporate America jobs ain't going to get me closer to where I'm trying to get to. So I just stay off LinkedIn altogether. Right. I guess I could have two, but I'm not even doing that. At the end of the day, I feel like I risk my job every single day whenever I get on here and I talk my shit. But closed mouths don't get fair, right? That's what um someone said that to me recently. Closed mouths don't get fair. And I was like, I don't feel like telling my podcast listeners about my cash app. But I'm saying closed mouths don't get fair, period, because why the fuck would I let corporate America dictate my fucking content? Y'all don't pay me enough. Y'all don't feed my soul enough. So to me, I am willing to put my job on the line every day for shit that makes my heart sing. Y'all know I really love putting myself first and I put myself before jobs always. Y'all saw when I made the vision board, the vision board is hung up right over there and it says will not die for work or not dying for work, whatever the hell it says. It should also say never going to water down my shit for the sake of a job. So I am going to stand boldly and proudly constant and it is the best podcaster in the world that just so happens to have to work in corporate America to take care of herself, but it's okay. And jobs, if you ever come across this, whatever it is, what it is. I remember one time my coworker was like, what's your podcast? And I, I thought to myself, damn, they really don't like, I don't have any intention of ever following my coworkers or anything like that, but I'm not going to lie. When I find out all of their names, I get home the next day and I do my research, whether it's to block them so that they don't ever find me or I just search them to see what the fuck they doing. I'm so surprised nobody had ever just searched Constant Sanin to see what the fuck I do in my own private life. I was search bosses. I search everything. I know what everybody does outside of work. And there's no problem with it. I don't follow them. Like I said, I'm just doing my nosy research. Anyway, somebody asked what my podcast was. I was so surprised that they didn't already look that shit up. Because like I said, all you got to do is look up my first and my last name. So that brings me to the point of background checks. What the fuck is the point of them if y'all ain't really doing shit with them? But I guess what the fuck I do isn't bad. I'm just mumbling. I'm babbling. Let's move on. At the end of the day, I should have had a stage name. I should have went with that, right? It's okay, you guys. I saw a discussion regarding... Laffy Taffy's and which one was everyone's favorite color really random I love the banana Laffy Taffy a lot of people talk about throwing the yellow one away and I think that's so crazy speaking of Laffy Taffy's and sweets you guys I'm on a diet it's been a very hard month no sweets as you guys can see my skin has been doing well I think it is because of the no sweets the no snacks the no fast food but I am dying Yesterday, my girlfriend was talking about a red velvet cake, and you guys don't know how bad I had to fight the urge to not go to the store and get me a nice cream pie. I might break the I might break the diet today. I'm trying not to, but I really want something sweet. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again... The number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, I am back. And I'm sure after all that mumbling and bumbling, the true conscious of podcast listeners are here and everybody else done tapped off. So let's get into something juicy. Ladies, when was the last time you sat and looked at your pussy? 
inquiring minds would like to know inquiring minds meaning me not really I don't actually want to know don't comment that down below but ask yourself that question I told you guys that I suffered from ingrown hairs right and so for the longest time I've been having to find ways to kind of shave without pulling out any hairs because I was having a hard time not having ingrown hairs right so I would do a lot of like trimming close to the base um and for the first time I was like okay let me just try to nair it um so I neared it and I had the chance to just sit and look at my cootie cat and I said damn Constance you got a sexy ass vagina crazy to say right but not even really I talked to you guys about you know my struggles with feeling sexy and I think one of the things that was stopping me was not really one of the things that was stopping me from feeling sexy or maybe even being comfortable comfortable sexually let me say is that I didn't really have a relationship with my vagina um you know, I'm not a heavy masturbator. I will say that I, the girls that have been on live with me know that I actually need to attend a masturbation class of some sort. But that's besides the point. When I had the chance to sit and look at it, look at my vagina. I began to appreciate that beautiful part of my body. And I think in not being able to like go bald for the last couple of months have really stopped me from even wanting to look at it or give it any real attention. And now that it's clean and bald, I'm loving it. I'm looking at it. So I'm encouraging you guys to take some time to look at your vagina and fall in love with that cootie cat. I think it's a big part of loving yourself, like self-love. I mean, I've heard people talk about how masturbation has a correlation. Masturbation can have a correlation with self-confidence, self-love, right? Um, that's not the message I'm sending. I'm just saying to become familiar with all of your body and not just stopping at that the the private parts um I think sex is super taboo especially in Christian homes I think in black homes too and so you know I'm no sex expert but I think I just wanted to encourage you guys to take some time to look at yourself all areas of yourself fall in love with those areas of yourself treat all areas of yourself well care for all areas of yourself um I think that's that's an important thing to do as a woman. Bitch, just look at your fucking vagina. I don't know. I feel good. Like, like I, t- I think I've told y'all on several different occasions. I never felt like I was one of those people that could say like, oh, I'm, I don't know how girls be hyping themselves up in the bedroom. I don't know. But now I'm feeling like, well, bitch, I got a pretty pussy. Like, that's what I could start with. And it's kind of giving me some, some boss beat energy. It just makes me feel good. So take a second to look at your vagina after today's episode. And give it a compliment. And just start feeling yourself on that level. You don't need nobody else to compliment you down there. You do it yourself. Was that an important message to share? I don't know. I put it on my list of things to talk about because I feel like nobody ever told me to do that. That wasn't something that I was taught to do. I guess I didn't have to be taught to do that. But it would make sense as a part of self-love and self-care to become familiar with all different parts of your bodies. Like I said, it was like taboo growing up at a Christian home to talk about those things. I didn't feel comfortable talking to my parents about it. Um, I have brothers, so I'm definitely not talking to my brothers about it. And me and my friends don't talk about things like that. And so I never, I guess I kind of just left my vagina untouched, unlooked at. I didn't care. You guys look at your pussy. Touch your pussy. Have a relationship with your pussy. 
And I say all that because I think I think it's important to to I think that you just treat all parts of your body well. Treat everything good, show everything attention. No one part of your body is less important than the other. It's kind of like when you're working out, like you can't just focus on lower body. I mean, you can, but that creates some imbalance. Muscular imbalance, right? Strength imbalances. I think the same thing can apply mentally when you neglect your pussy. We talked about pussy management. Poor pussy management is not checking out your pussy, becoming familiar with your pussy, like knowing when something's wrong. Like that's kind of bad that I hadn't really ever, I hadn't looked at it for real for real in a long time because what if there was something wrong down there? I mean, obviously like I touch it regularly in the shower, you know, when I'm getting clean and things like that, but it's not something that I spend too much time intimately. And you don't even have to look at it in an intimate way or touching it in an intimate way. Just become comfortable with that part of your body. I don't know. I felt like that was an important message to share. So I shared it. We're going to end today's show. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys are having a great Friday. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Just a bunch of mumbling and jumbling. I'm going to listen to that album and I'll talk to y'all about it. Somebody DM me. They're like, how do you feel about the album? <laughs> I'm so glad somebody wants to know my take on the new Drake. But um, I'm going to have to give it to y'all tomorrow. Like when I sit and I listen to it. Cash App is open. I need some new equipment. Give me ride. Dollar sign. Constant standing one. Um, leave me a review and a rating after today's show. I need four of you guys to do that for me so that I can get, so that I can hit my 20 reviews and ratings goal. Ooh, excuse me. I need you guys to pray for me so that I can continue. Don't pray if you don't pray to the same God I pray to, but I need y'all to pray that I can stay strong, stay strong with this content, even in the midst of work, stay strong with, um, my diet and that's really all I need you guys to do for me. Follow me everywhere at Constance the Pod. Follow me everywhere um, at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-J-O-C-H-A. I'll see you guys in tomorrow's episode. All right? I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Have a great Friday. Peace. Oh, we go live every Sunday on Instagram, 9 p.m. Eastern at Constance the Pod. Follow me. Peace.